The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. There is only one word when talking about double Olympic medalist diver Tom Daly, and that is legend. Age 27, he's already been to three Olympic Games to represent Team GB, and he's going to his fourth officially as well, because today I am down in London at the Aquatic Centre to speak with some of the Team GB divers, including Grace Reed, Tom, and also Tom's diving partner in the 10-metre synchro, Matty Lee. And I'm with Matty and Tom first. Hello to both of you. Tom, uh, could you explain what's happened today and why it's so important? So today was the day that the Team GB have announced their diving team for Tokyo 2020 and I'm excited to be part of it for the fourth time. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, right? I mean, you've been this and done this before, but it's a little bit different this time. I mean, what kind of lessons have you learned from the past and how kind of you're, you're implementing them at this point? current time i mean this is definitely going to be the most different olympic games out of my uh the three that i've done previously and you know every olympic games is so different anyway but like 2008 i was the youngest on the team i didn't really know what i was getting myself into i was just all about the experience and soaking it up and then london 2012 competing in front of a home crowd and that the pressure that came with that and then 2016 where i felt like i was at my best point you know in my diving career um but with so much pressure but now as a parent a husband and being able to have that perspective i'm just excited to i just we just feel very lucky that it's even going ahead in the first place and matty it's been such a long time coming hasn't it it must just feel like a, a big relief basically yeah honestly like i you know the, the scary thing was when we didn't know it was going to happen very scary period for everyone in the world really and especially athletes um but it's finally so good to be able to be like, yeah, I'm going. So year on, who cares? I've got a year extra training. So it's just a benefit really. And I'm so excited to finally go. And so it's been quite the year for everybody, but it's been quite successful for you. Could you just explain what you've been up to and how it's quite exciting actually? Yeah, so me and Tom, had, well, the team headed out to Tokyo for the World Cup and it was a bit of a test event for the Olympics as well. Um, and me and Tom, managed to well win we won the prelim and then we also won the final uh, so we got a world cup gold medal um which was really good to come away with that um and then straight from there we headed to budapest for the european championships and we managed to come away with uh with a gold medal uh a, a new personal best for both of us and a british record so it's been pretty good so far and Matty just seems super relaxed, like very excited. And I think that's so different to the past where there seems to be like this ridiculous amount of pressure. You could feel it, it was like physical pressure, basically. Yeah. Now that doesn't seem to be the case. It's a, I think this, I think something that the pandemic has taught so many people is that things can change and your plans can go out the window and to never ever take anything for granted. And I think that in itself has just allowed people to relax a little bit into an Olympic Games because you actually realise what actually matters most. And obviously, at the end of the day, this is a sports competition. We're not saving anyone's lives. And I think that's what I think people are starting to understand in that perspective. And you're like, OK, I'm actually doing this because I love to do it and I'm good at it and I want to perform my best. And it just allows people to realign the way they think about it.
And have you visualised being in Tokyo, kind of getting on the plane, eating some food, like, you know? Kind of, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's all kind of, I guess it don't feel real almost yet. Um, and like my mum was talking to me about like some of the information she's found out about like the Olympic Village and I'm just like, that's pretty cool. Like I can't actually wait to go. So there's all these little things that are like, really exciting. But at the end of the day, we're there to, um, to compete, um, to do the country proud, to do myself proud. Um, so yeah, but I'm obviously very excited. And one thing I've learned from this whole like period of time, like with COVID and being stuck at home, not being able to be here and train in the, um, the, the London 2012 Olympic pool is that how much I've missed competing. And I feel like I've gained the love for my sport again. And I was almost just going through the motions beforehand, but and I realized like, it was a bit of time to just stop a minute and just be like, hang on a minute, I, I missed this so much. Like, and I think that's really paid off as you can tell like with our results so far. So pressure, pressure is king and I, you just gotta like, embrace it. Don't scare away from it, use it to your advantage. And I think what's nice as well is, and I'm not, you know, trying to inflate your ego here, but you are a mega star in the UK, you know, like, and you've been successful as a diver for a long time now, but yet you're still super patient with everybody, you know, like taking a photo and, you know, like that fame aspect as well. I mean, is that something that you feel you've grown into and, and feel very comfortable with now? I just always put myself back into my shoes as if I was a young kid going up to like the likes of I used to go up to Leon Taylor uh, a diver Peter Waterfield who I ended up doing synchro with like all of these divers that I used to go up to and just admire and want to have photos and ask questions like if I can pass on any advice to anyone that comes up and asks if of how to become an Olympian or what they can do with their diving I want to be able to help because I think that's something that's really important to be able to give back you know it's not that long now till Paris 2024 as well I mean, some of the people, when you ask them, it's like, well, you know, may as well. Is that something that's crept into your... Uh... It's kind of like one of those, it's one of those things that we've never had a three-year Olympic cycle before. So it's, you know, it's like one of those things that, oh, you know, four years seems like a really long time. Three years is basically one year and then the Olympic qualification starts. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I've always said I'll carry on as long as my body will let me. So after a little bit of a break after 2020, I'll see how we go. <laughs> you know why not why not make it number five <laughs> <laughs> and going back to kind of when you were growing up is there a kind of an olympic memory or a first thing to do with the olympics that really sticks in your mind and you thought you know what i'd like to be a part of that one day um yeah my my, my most like the biggest well i could i can barely remember like watching 2008 um because i was quite young then but like I think it was 2012, like, with it being here, I even came to watch some of the diving as well, so lucky enough to come and watch that. And I think like, like from then on, I was like, this is like what I want to do. And in the, uh, the same year, 2012, I, that's when I first did my um, first junior international. And I came with, like I was junior European champion. So I was like, oh, like, maybe I could actually finally get to the Olympics or whatever. So that's my, like, my earliest memory. And it's obviously, I mean, it's, it always gets talked about when you're younger, like when you do a sport, that's mainly what the main thing is um, so I've always dreamt of it um, and uh, luckily um, I've almost made that dream into reality. And I don't suppose you saw Simone Biles doing that dive over last year did you? Did I did you, did she do it off like a, a piece I've of decking? Hold that thought. I think I did see yes I know I, I, I need to get Simone Biles in a diving pool that's that's what we need to do post Tokyo is get her diving because I mean obviously she'd be a really good diver because 
you know, she can already do somersaults. That's a massive, that's one of the things that happens with gymnastics that they transition into diving. So you never know in 2024, she might be diving. <laughs> it's pretty impressive, isn't it? Like usually people are scared of like, even if, even though gymnastics is off flips and twists, like usually they'll be scared of water and it's quite high. Can't lie to you, that's, that's like three, four meters. Um, but yeah, no, she should probably, she'd probably be a great diver, to be honest. <laughs> she should give it a shot. That's <laughs> <laughs> it, and it's less, it's less hassle than gymnastics, let's face it. It's all yeah. kind of, you know, it's, it's over a bit quicker, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know? and you've got water to land on instead of just solid ground. <laughs> so it probably hurt a bit less. And of course, it's about the process. It always is about the process. But what is, would be the goal? What would be the dream outcome for uh, Tokyo 2020? Obviously, you, you know everyone's dream outcome. Um, and I don't have to say that, but we, me, me and Tom in the Synchro event, we're, we're very happy with where we're at right now. Um, with like, even though we got a PB in Euro at the Europeans, like we still had room for improvement. And that's great. Like you always want to be striving for more. Um, and I just, want to make sure when we get to the end of the board in uh, in Tokyo that I have put every ounce and what have you into my training that I know I'll be ready for for what's to come and I have no regrets. I hope I win gold it but you know for me I just got to get there get to the start line in one piece and then we'll see what happens from there. Just to finish off I've got like this random last question I have one to 35 of the questions so if you pick your your lucky number or a number that you like and I will fish out the question. Uh, let's go number one. Oh, yes, let's. <laughs> what is your idea of perfect happiness? Oh, my idea of perfect happiness is honestly just being with my family, being with my son, being with my husband, uh, having like a nice bit of food and being able to just chill out and just feel really content with what I have. I don't need anything out externally. It's just being content with what I have. And I think that's what makes me happy. As well as maybe sitting on a beach knitting with a margarita. <laughs> Thank you to both of you. Right now, I've just got to gather my things and I'm going over to speak to Grace Reed, who is a uh, diver also. And she's from Scotland and she's been selected for Team GB as well on the three metre springboard and the three metre synchro. And she's brought her dog, Ollie, along with her today, which is very nice, dressed in a little bow tie as well. Very nice. Grace, it's an exciting day, isn't it today, right? Yeah, exactly. I think this day's been a long time coming and I think it's a weight off my shoulders to know qualifications taken care of um, and just super exciting to sort of enjoy the process now um, as we sort of build into this summer. So what is the process? I mean, it's like, you know, normally things are kind of very set in stone. Are they set in stone? Like, take me through what is the process from now until July? Yeah, I mean, I guess the classic thing of just uh, have a plan but be willing to adapt the plan as you go um, so yeah I think uh, the biggest thing in the past year has been being adaptable and sort of adjusting uh, as we move along so yeah we're sort of keeping our preparations the same way we would have intended to had COVID not come around um, and we're just trying to keep the fun element change things up a bit so that um, we're staying fresh mentally and physically. And what is the goal then for Tokyo? Like, what, what is the, the kind of the outcome? I know we're focused on the process, but, you know, <laughs> what would be the dream goal? 
Yeah, I think obviously a medal is definitely what I'm dreaming of and what I'm working for. I think it's so tough, obviously, in the Olympic Games. The standard is so high um, and it's really going to be a case of on the day who is uh, who is there performing at their absolute best. And yeah, again, coming back to just like focusing on everything I can do today to put me in the best spot in summer. And you mentioned you've got your family here today, including your dog, you know, how like amazing is it to go and represent, you know, all of those people back home and, you know, do, do you feel that, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. You know, Team GB is such a special team to be a part of, honestly. It's incredible. The unity between team members across sports, um, staff, athletes, everyone is incredible. So to be a part of that is so special. Um, there's an extra element, I guess, of things being... Um, yeah, I guess extra special this time around, everything that's been going on this past year in particular is really, I've needed a lot of support from my family, from my friends, they've been incredible. My dog as well, obviously, is my number one fan. So yeah, things like that, I think I don't take for granted anymore and we'll be thinking of them as I'm sort of, you know, maybe having those harder training days for a little bit of inspiration. Right, and then to finish off, I've got, so basically, I have this thing on my pod, the Olympics podcast okay. called like the last question. Okay. And there's 35 questions. So oh, if wow. you pick a number between one and 35. And 35. I, is that what you're going to go for? The number? Yeah. Well, that was so quick. I've never had anyone. That was right on the blocks. Sorry. <laughs> go for it. Okay. Very decisive. Okay. Super decisive. Love Great. it. What is your motto? Uh, always be the one that works the hardest. Well, that is like that is out. <laughs> that is the quickest ever I've ever done it. That's okay, amazing. great. Yeah, and th to know that, that your motto just came out like that as well. You didn't even have to think about it. Yeah. Amazing. Grace, good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, massive thanks to Tom, Matty and Grace. That's it for now. Remember to give us a follow on social media. We are just Olympics across all of them. Okay, stay safe, stronger together, and see you all very soon. Olympic Channel Podcast.